Hello, my name is Douglas Block. I'm an author and mental health educator. Welcome to your Depression Recovery Podcast, where each week we talk about practical tools and coping strategies for healing from depression and anxiety. This week's podcast was adapted from one of my YouTube videos. I hope you enjoy it. What are core beliefs? Core beliefs are basic assumptions about our life and the world that we pick up when we're very young in childhood. Uh, We get these core beliefs through our parents, our relatives, our peers, our teachers, the culture, the churches, synagogues we go to. And what people say and how they act, we basically learn from these experiences and develop beliefs about ourselves and how the world works. What are some examples of core beliefs? Well, I'm going to give some examples, but I'm going to preface that by saying that many of these core beliefs, as a matter of fact, the majority of them are negative. 70 to 80% say psychologists. Uh, so, so some example of negative core beliefs are, uh, I don't deserve love, I'm no good, I'm worthless, the world is a dangerous place, you can't trust people, I'm not competent, I'm not capable, I can't handle things, etc., etc., uh, those are some core beliefs, uh, the negative ones at least. Why do these beliefs persist? Well, first of all, let's uh, go back and see how we get them. When our caregivers, when people at large, when the world is treating us in a certain way, b- before the age of seven, we have what Maria Montessori calls the absorbent mind. And the information that gets presented to us as children comes in just directly. We have no filter. It's like a sponge. We absorb it without any questioning or criticism. So if a parent is acting negatively or abusively towards us, we don't say, hey, what's their problem? We think it's our problem. Now, once that we've internalized those things, then as we grow up, the problem is that we start to repeat them over and over to ourselves. So no longer do we need the external authority telling us that we're no good. We just tell ourselves the same thing. So uh, it's the constant repetition as we grow older, that reinforces the beliefs that we took on when we were younger. How do these core beliefs lead to being depressed or anxious? In cognitive therapy, we are told that how we think and what we believe affects how we feel. And I'll give you two examples, one negative, one positive. So one of my clients, when she was younger, her mother always used to tell her, watch out, be careful. She was a very hypervigilant, anxious mother. So from that, uh, those messages, the child came to believe I'm not capable and the world is a dangerous place. And she repeated those to herself, really internalized them. So by the time she came to me when she was 29, she was living at home and had something called agoraphobia, was afraid of going out into the world and was really struggling to go to school and to find work. But in the back of her mind, she kept thinking the world's dangerous, I can't handle things, and that's what was keeping her stuck. On the other hand, a man that I met at a workshop Uh, told me that when he was young, when he was four years old, his mother used to say to him, uh, whisper in his ear before he went to bed, uh, you can do anything that you want. There are no limits to what you can achieve. Now, these were really positive messages he absorbed in his subconscious mind. So when he grew up, he was confident. He felt good about himself. He started his own business and he became quite successful. The beautiful thing about this story is now he repeats the same words to his own daughter giving her the same positive messages that he was given by his parents. So uh, this can perpetuate itself and create, you know, generations of new and healthy individuals. How can we discover what our core beliefs are? 
So there are two ways that you can kind of infer your core beliefs. One is to look around in your world and to see like where are, especially the negative ones, because that's what we're interested in here, uh, where in your life you feel stuck. So like one person, um, a woman who came to my workshop was always sort of leaving relationships uh, before they had a chance to really consolidate. Well, turned out that her father had died when she was young and, and she had this belief, if I get too close to men, they'll abandon me. So as long as she had that core belief, she wasn't gonna allow, allow herself to get into a really significant relationship. Uh, the other way is to fill in the, the following sentences with your own words. I am blank, you are blank, the world is blank. Uh, fill in the words of those three sentences and notice the tenor of what you write. If it's pessimistic, if it's negative, that shows that you are carrying some negative assumptions about the world. And one example of this is what Lily Tomlin once said, the world will get worse before it gets worse. The world will get worse before it gets worse. Um, and uh, she clearly had a, you know, a negative, uh, um, some negative conditioning. What tools can we use to change these core beliefs? Well, in cognitive therapy, which is a major branch of psychology that's used to teach depression, they talk about taking the thoughts that we have, the beliefs that we have, and restructuring them to eliminate the negative or irrational beliefs and substitute positive beliefs in their place. So for example, I was someone who didn't really feel competent and capable of growing up from my conditioning. So what I started to say to myself when I started to learn affirmations was things like, I'm capable, I'm competent, I can handle things, I am resourceful, that was a big one. I can attract the help I need. I have the ability to create support for myself in my life. That was a really great affirmation one of my therapists gave me. I have the ability to create support for myself in my life. So that's an example of how you can use affirmations and positive self-talk to reprogram negative beliefs. And I think this is so important that one, I've developed, uh, devoted a chapter to it in my book and I plan on making a video about this at a later date. So for right now, just remember, you have these core beliefs you've, you've taken on from childhood. Uh, maybe at the beginning, you didn't have the power to determine what they were, but now as a conscious adult, you can choose to believe differently about yourself and about the world and thereby help yourself to heal from depression. This has been Douglas Block. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and learned something from it. If you'd like to ask me any questions about what you have heard, feel free to email me at douglasblock at gmail.com. That's my first and last name, all lowercase, at gmail.com, without any dots or underscores. If you would like to learn more about my work with depression, you can visit my website, www.healingfromdepression.com, or go to my YouTube channel. Just open up YouTube and type in the words Douglas Block Depression, and my depression recovery channel should come right up. Finally, I would like to remind you that depression and anxiety are treatable conditions. It may take time to find the right therapy or combination of therapies, but if you persevere, you can achieve the healing that you seek. And until our next podcast, I wish you the best in your mental health recovery. Thank you for listening. <music>